This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast. Jerry's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I've got Eddie Scazzari with me today. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Yeah, the podcast people. Uh, I have something for you I would like to discuss with you today. It's one of the things Boomer talks about uh, off the air a lot and uh, sometimes makes its way on the air. And that's the idea of uh, electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. Now, you were somebody who very early on had a hybrid. Yes. That was like way before hybrids were a thing. You had like a a Honda Civic hybrid. Correct. 2004. 2004. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't have to charge it or anything. It was no. just, uh, had a, a battery that would assist in with the gas engine, that right. sort of thing. And the battery was powered by the kinetic energy of the braking process or something. Yes. I do kind of recall that now, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so you were, you were early on in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you as far as, uh, going totally electric for a vehicle? Uh, I think the range has to be, which I think some of them are approaching the um, the the range of a tank of gas. So for a the size of car I usually drive, which is probably something like three hundred fifty miles. Yeah, I think they're there. But here's the other thing: the charging stations have to be as prolific as gas stations. Well, you'd get a charger at your home, right? True, right? You could do that too, but. If you're out on a trip, oh right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That if you're if you're out and about, you got to be able to use your, uh, be able to find the place. That's the other thing. Yeah, it's like they go, oh, charge here. It just uh, takes just forty five minutes. You're like forty five minutes. Lay here for forty five minutes. Yeah, exactly. You have to budget that into your road trips. Now. Yes, you do have to budget, that and into you have road to trips. make sure. Like if you're driving on, I drive up and down. Uh, 95 between here and Maryland frequently uh, to see family and the all the rest stops on 95 have charging stations not a ton and if you're gonna go from what three percent of the cars on the road I don't know what the statistic is but to 50 percent of cars on the road gonna need more yeah, I think they also, I think some of those charging stations charge you. Do they? I, yeah. I, that I, I, 
I thought they were all free. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I the faster ones, I think they charge you. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make some sense. But that's the other thing. I feel like as soon as people get electric cars, they're just going to jack up the price of electricity. Uh, that's possible. And then uh, what is your feeling about, so Boomer always says, uh, well, where are, we, um, where are we dumping all these batteries? Mm-hmm. Where are you on that as well, far as uh, you're an environmentalist type of and, guy? And he also mentions the, uh, the um, you know, getting the materials for it and what the human cost of that is. Yeah. And also he talks about the, the wind power, the, the, the turbine blades, and they like, yes, okay, all these things have to be figured out. But the alternative is to keep burning fossil fuel and just dealing with the really impactful fallout of what that would involve. You know, higher sea levels, rising temperatures, the whole thing. So we have to figure it out. We have to figure out a better way to do electric that's not as harmful or more harmful than what we're doing with fossil fuels. And but, be able to trust the grids, right? Is it, yeah. There mm-hmm, seems like sure. a, a nervousness amongst people. About the national grid, sure. Yeah, like that a terrorist organization sure. can take down our grid that yeah. uh, we saw in Texas where they lost, uh, <clears throat> they had a problem with the grid and like half the state was shut down for mm-hmm. a long time. Like That, that, that was like an ice storm. Yes, right? But just like if you're now charging all these cars, mm-hmm. what is that going to do to right. the system? Well, and also I, I think ultimately we'll get to the point where every surface of the car will be some sort of photovoltaic or I don't, I don't know if that's exactly how you say it, but be able to take the energy from the sun. like a That solar would panel. be the best. And, you know, that it wouldn't even look like a solar panel, but it somehow would absorb the energy. Yeah. And they have roads, stretches of roads that they're experimenting with where the road itself is somehow storing the sun's energy and then transmitting it, I guess, through the tires or something. Man, that is wild. Somehow getting into the cars. Yeah. Um, so all these these technologies are ahead of us. And they have to be figured out. But I do believe to, to trying to figure that out is a better alternative than continuing down the road that we're going down. Do you think all these states, and I think New Jersey's one of them, where they've set like a deadline of uh, 2035 where you can't sell or companies are not allowed to sell in New Jersey gas-powered vehicles? It, uh, it's probably a bit optimistic i would think yeah it's only 12 years from now yeah i kind of feel like as we get closer to that date that's going to be pushed back a little bit right uh yeah that that's yeah that's probably a bit optimistic but to have it be 50 percent of the cars i think that's maybe a doable uh, an achievable goal and what about this idea like that some of the the corporations and companies that make up the success or failure of the stock market, a lo- there are a bunch of, uh, you know, Exxon, Mobil, mm-hmm. all these things. Like what happens to those companies and what effect does that have on the economy, I wonder? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, something else will take its place. Yeah. Uh, you know, businesses come and go, technologies come and go, get replaced, and we carry on. 
So I think it'll just be, it won't be maybe the same people, probably not, unless, you know, Exxon suddenly goes all electric and takes over that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, something will replace it, you know, but that's just the way of things in the economy. That's technology. Yeah, things come and go, and things, you know, are in favor, out of favor. Well, we've given them a heads up. Maybe they could start working on some batteries, some better batteries. Yes. Oh, the grid. They are. Well, the grid, yeah, that's another thing that's uh, concerning. And, you know, I don't know if Boomer fully um, believes in the causality of the fossil fuels to the climate change. Um I don't know where exactly he stands on that. I tend to think he he doesn't uh, see the causality. I remember he was talking off the air about the uh, about you know how long humans been around and all this stuff. And yes, that that is true. And about the Earth, uh, the the temperature of the Earth changing and over also time. true is I, I believe for the history of multicellular life uh, on the planet that most of it has been without ice caps um i believe it's a it's a a great majority of the time has been ice free and so can the earth survive and can humans survive sure it, absolutely um but because of you know, it, it's easier to live near water sources because you have access to water. You have access to food that's in the water. Um, so people, the populations are clustered around oceans and rivers. If you look at population graphs or lakes or what have you. So if that's the case and you're going to have a substantial sea level rise, you're going to have displacement of millions tens of millions of people. Including my condo. Hun- yes, hundreds of millions uh, around the globe. Um, maybe billions around the globe. Um, so that has to be dealt with. Um, and if it's a slower process, then people, it'll be easier to deal with. But if it's a more rapid increase in uh, a rapid rise in, in sea level, then it's going to be going to cause a lot of pain Hmm. hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner luckily armor all america's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine plus now through may 31st we'll give you five dollars for every 20 you spend on armor all products that means car wash pods protectant tire shine you name it find out how to get your five dollar rebate at armorall.com Armor all, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So, you know, I don't know where you stand on the, if you do believe the temperature is rising or not, and sea levels are rising or not. Um, but I, I believe that, it, I believe the science that tells me that it is happening. Um, so I, I don't know. If you are on board, yeah, with that. I guess I haven't really looked into it all that much. The only thing that that throws me off sometimes, well, I know that the you know that the the temperature of the planet has changed over time, mm-hmm. and we're still technically in an ice age. I keep hearing we are. that we are, 
but I also, and then I also see like, let's say we have like um, a string of really hot days or really cold days, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll hear this broke a record from 1912. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, were we concerned in 1912 that we were breaking records? You know we, what I mean? Like the, we didn't have the the history of of you know to look back on at that point because meteorology was just you know it wasn't what it is now. Yeah, in terms of the records and how far back they go and how long they've been tracking and and all, all that. Yeah, I mean, I would love the idea of having an electric car and pu- mm-hmm. pulling up at home and plugging in. Oh yeah. my gosh, I would love that. Sure. But, you know, you also run into things like I'm in a condo, right? If I wanted an electric car right now, I can't get one. I don't, they will not allow me to to put in my own electric charger because mm-hmm. in order to connect, like they'd have to tear up the, yeah. the, 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 the parking lot in order to connect. And how would they sure. connect to my individual unit you know where my electricity is after you know after work you would go home go to some charging station on the parkway yeah it sounds terrible and then wait there 40 minutes and then drive home no way to your parking spot yeah yeah not happening yeah not happening but the ones i see like when people have them in their driveways that looks cool that looks like man that is awesome yeah but that can't happen where you live yeah that can't happen where i live and then the other thing you know and then these condo boards and these uh, people who own the apartment complexes, they're looking at, okay, what will it cost to put in a charging station? But then it's shared, mm-hmm. right? And then you do have to pay for that because now that's that's um, that's coming off of the, uh, the, the electricity for the complex and not the individual who's using the electricity. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a whole pain in the neck. Right, who's paying, who's not paying, yeah. why should I pay, I don't have an electric car. Then the other weird thing I've been hearing about the electric cars is that, you know, right now the leader by far is Tesla, mm-hmm. right? Like they, I think they have at least half of all electric cars on the road are Teslas. Mm-hmm. You know, Elon Musk is a very polarizing figure in a similar way that Donald Trump was, I think. Like the people that love him really love him. The people that hate him think he's the devil. There are people that hate Tesla's because of him. And there were even stories a couple months ago I remember reading of people vandalizing random Teslas in like a mall parking lot because it's a Tesla and it's tied to Elon Musk. Mm. That would I would be furious. Imagine I get myself a Tesla and all of a sudden Yeah. It's like Donald Trump owns the company. Now people are furious right. and like coming it- after me. Yeah, well, I don't want any part of that. If you had, like, if like, if you had a Tesla with a Trump bumper sticker, then you're really in trouble. Yeah, what you'd have to do is get a Tesla with like other things that, uh, like, the things that the people that hate Elon Musk, whatever they like, you'd get stickers on your car yes. supporting those things, right? And throw them off a little bit. Yeah, so they don't know what to do. Yeah, and I love that. I also, I'm trying to think, like, do I like the idea of the Cars that run on gas and you can plug them in. It seems like right now the best option would be what you had way back in mm-hmm. 2004, which is, and like what the um, Prius is, right? The It's got a rechargeable battery that you don't plug in mm-hmm. and that also runs on gas. That seems like the best deal right now. Right. You're not a Prius guy? Uh, no, I, I mean, I haven't looked into them. Yeah. When, I, when my... Civic uh, hybrid. When it was time to to 
move on from that after yeah. 10 years. Um, I really wanted a stick shift car. And the Civic Hybrid no longer came in a stick shift. So I really wanted a stick shift because I love driving a stick shift. So I went with a just a regular old Honda Fit non-hybrid. Mm-hmm. And the gas economy is was not quite as good, but close uh, to that because you can, you know, this the stick shift will save you a little bit, not as much as it used to. Yeah, but uh, with the synchros, with the automatic transmissions and all that, um, but it's still it's a little savings. And the uh, you know gas economy for a Honda Fit was pretty close to the hybrid now. When I used to, you know, you go highway driving with a hybrid, I mean, that would be up over 50 miles a gallon. But, of course, you know, we work in the city. So yes. that went way down, of course. Yeah. I think nowadays the like the uh, full electric cars run better locally mm-hmm. as far as the gas, oh, gas mods, as far as um, how far you're able to go without it uh, affecting uh, your charge. Right. Well, I guess because it's, you know, doesn't cost as much in battery power to to go 30 as it does to go 50 or 60 yeah now you like the stick shift so you would probably not like the idea of these self-driving cars no no well you really take your hands off of the uh yeah the wheel you like to be involved yeah and yeah i i yeah i'm not a fan of that yet right i mean i might be and i'll probably uh, i'll be able to buy at least one more stick shift Maybe two, but after that, they'll be gone. Do you ever think sometimes like how many more cars you have before you die? Uh, I haven't actually. I've I thought about how many more stick shifts can I buy? Yeah, and it's maximum two, I think, because of, of, the way I I hold on to cars. Yeah, as you should. That's a good job. Uh, um, you know, I buy it and I run it for ten years or more, as long as it'll it's worth it to keep uh keep the uh, upkeep going. Um. Yeah, I haven't thought about how many more cars till I, I die. Gina brings that up every once in a while mm. when she talks about like uh, sometimes she has these fantasies of getting a really fancy car, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a waste of money." You know? She goes, "How many more cars do you think I'm going to buy before I'm not driving anymore?" And right. it's like, well, and hmm. if, if if a fancy car is something that is has high value to her, then yeah, like she fine. has a fancy car now, but she's had it for twelve years. You know what I mean? So she's got her money's worth out sure. of a fancy car. And, and for me, they cars never did anything. Yeah, me. same here. Like uh, I just, it's a utility for me. Especially when you're commuting and parking on the streets sure. in New York. Like you can't be somebody who is very particular about your car being clean, your car not getting nicks on it, and right. all that stuff. Yeah, one of the biggest things to me, too, like CeeLo brought this up and uh, Gio was talking about it at the end about like when you're a commuter and in this area, most of us are like these mm-hmm. longer commutes, your car just it's not a it's got to be a place of comfort. Yes. And not like I keep this very clean. And yeah. One of the things like when I never, you know, I had driven in your car a couple of times. You were nice enough to bring me to work when I needed a ride. And I used to think like, oh, my gosh. This dog hair in Eddie's car. Mm -hmm. My car is covered in dog hair. Yeah. And almost impossible to get out. It is. Like, even if you want to be like, hey, I'm making a special trip, I'm going to clean. It doesn't come out. 
Yeah, it, it's tough. It's uh, you. You could vacuum. You would probably take you to get all the hair yeah. out, and the way it just grips into the locks yes. into the carpet. A lot of grip. I mean, if you vacuumed it, you'd then have to go over with some sort of a comb. Yeah, you know, with a little vacuum next to it. <laughs> I mean, it would it would take you hours. And then the next time you have to put your dog yes. in the car, back to where yeah. it is. Yeah, like my back windows are just covered in dog snot. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, the armrests in the mm-hmm. back, like everything. Yeah, and it gets under the seats. Yeah, you know, it's like and I have one dog. Yeah, I have three. You have three dogs. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing with these cars, and I yeah, you just I would never like wash my like get my car really washed. Like I'll sometimes clean the salt off of it, you know, mm-hmm. in the winter because you think, oh, it's going to corrode the car or whatever. But as far as, like, pu- like waxing my car, my yeah. father used to, like, wash and wax oh, his for, car. I've never done that. <laughs> never. In, as an adult. Yeah. I have not waxed a car in. I don't even go through the car wash. I don't yeah, care. Right. Like, it's going to rain anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't care. It'll wash it off. Right. That's never been a big thing for yeah. me. Although I will say, in, in our uh, Honda CRV, yeah. my, my Honda Fit, you know, it obviously it didn't come with leather seats, but uh, for the CRV we had the leather seat option, and we went with that because of the dogs. Oh, it's easier. It doesn't stick. Yeah, you that's know, true. Yeah, does not stick. All right, you get the vacuum back there. Yeah, it sucks does, it all and, up, and it doesn't because and because it's not holding the hair, you don't get that dog hair smell. Right. Yeah, I ha- I have I think leather seats in this car, and uh, yeah, you're right. That but helps it's, a lot. It's just the rugs. Yeah, and if, uh, and your air filter in your car. Yes, that I do change out. Yeah, that gets dog hair. Yeah. Man, these dogs. Yeah. But they're so adorable, Eddie. They are. So cute. Just want to smush their cheeks. <laughs> All right, let's do the warm-up show. All righty, then. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. It is. Uh, Eddie, uh, Teddy, uh, Jerry will be here mm-hmm. for cool games, of course. And then he's out Monday, I think, too, right? What? Because uh, Giant, uh, Giants, uh, Cowboys-Eagles Sunday night. Situation. Let me look at this calendar here. I think mm. he is. Yeah, you're right. Freaking Jerry. Mm-hmm. All right. And then next week is already the live show, a week from tomorrow. Um, a week from tomorrow. Wow. And then that's my last day before yes. the Yule break. You've got the two-week break this I year. I did, yes. I'm doing the one week. Well, you took the extra week that you usually don't in the summer. I did. Which uh, is fine. Yeah. Because I feel like I didn't, I don't, I didn't need two weeks in the winter, but a, a week is nice. And then Christmas being on a Monday this year, going uh, and then Monday New Year's Day back Tuesday the second. Yes. Then we start to prep for our trip to Las Vegas. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, Eddie! Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the warm up show then. See you. So-